If you were able to walk into a room confident that you would be well-received, seen, heard, and appreciated by others, and all it took was a few changes in how you navigate your everyday relationships, would you be willing to make those changes? It is possible to be both fully authentic and to experience the best relationships of your life. Now, here is the host of Navigating Complicated Relationships with behavior expert, Michaela Gaffin-Stone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Navigating Complicated Relationships. Today is all about choice, which I think is very fitting for the end of 2023 as we look forward to or maybe nervously at 2024 and figure out what are we going to do? What's what's the plan? Do you have a plan? Did you know, though, that you always have a choice? Or do you perhaps tell yourself that there's a goal to meet? before you can have that choice, before you can be happy and fulfilled, for example, because maybe you find yourself focusing outwards for your happiness. You know, once I lose 10 pounds, then I'll be happy. Once I can fit into this outfit, then I'll be happy. You know, once I, or I'll be happy when I, those, that kind of language is when you're putting off your choice to be happy now, and you're going for the sort of external recognition. And and that's not really where the happy space is. That's not how it works. We'll get into that in this episode. So this last episode of the year, I'm gonna highlight some ways we keep ourselves trapped in an endless proving cycle where that carrot of success is just a few achievements away. We'll, I'll share some tips for stepping out of the patterns that don't serve you and offer some suggestions for ways you can jump into choices joyfully, choices that you make, not choices that you abdicate. So that's that's an important piece. Hang on to that for a moment. But here is to taking back your control during 2024. Onwards. Now, I'm a BCBA, which means I'm all about behavior. And I'm also a human design specialist. You might not be as aware that I have a nutrition and health and wellness background as well. I mention it now because at the end of this episode, I'm going to share some ways that you can take back the power of choice for good. And there's different ways that that can look. The common theme is it's all behavior. Your behavior is literally getting you the things you get. So if you're choosing well, and your behavior patterns are bringing you the things you want, then you're golden, my friend. But if everything is not quite how you would like it to be, then maybe you can make some different choices. So let's have a look at that today. Now, choice doesn't mean it's the easy path, okay? Let's get that really clear from the get-go. Choice does not mean taking the easy route, because sometimes doing the thing that's going to get you the outcome you want is hard work in the beginning, or it's harder work than not doing it. But not doing it, which is also a choice, can cost you a whole lot more in the end. So it can cost you your goals and ambitions. It can cost you your health. It can cost you so many things. So sometimes making that choice to do the hard work up front can be a whole lot easier in the end. So do you choose to take the easy path now and tough it out at the end? Or do you want to make some choices now that require a little bit of work? 
Think of working out, for example, whether that's going for a daily walk, whether you're doing weights, whatever it is, right? If you choose not to work out, then that's definitely the easier path, right? You're not going to get sweaty. You're not going to have to move those weights. Sure, that's the easier path. But if you continue to not work out, then your ability to do things diminishes as well. So you're taking the easy path right now, but what are you building for yourself down the road? It's something something to think about, right? So whether you choose to make yourself do the thing now, do the hard work now, or if you choose to just ignore it, it's still your choice, right? So let's have a look at some different aspects of your life where you might think that you don't have control. And I'm going to tell you, you do, because you have more choices than you perhaps realize. So first example I have for you is a career path, right? Work. So many people, if you look across social media, what do the Monday memes look like? You know, oh, God, give me more coffee, et cetera, et cetera. Sometimes people have a problem Sunday night, ready for Monday morning, right? Like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not happy about this. Tomorrow's Monday. Okay, if you're having that kind of experience, then I'm going to suggest you could make some different choices about the work you're in. Now, before you start typing, you know, irritated emails at me and stuff, I do want to say, again, it's not necessarily the easy thing, but you can make choices right now that will make a difference down the road. So are you stuck in a job you don't like because society expects it of you? Uh, your parents thought this was a good job for you? Or are you in the job because, well, frankly, you need the money? Or are you afraid of change? In reality, exploring new career paths and acquiring new skills comes from making choices, right? So what do you need to do from where you are right now in order to get to where you want to be? And are you even clear on where you'd rather be? If you know you're not happy in the work you're doing now, either you need to change the work you're doing or change the way you're doing the work. These are two different approaches, right? One is, no, I really hate this job, hate my life. No, I'm not doing it. Okay, then you need to look for something completely different to do. Or maybe there's just something about what's happening in your job that you could show up differently and get a different outcome. You could do the work up front to get a different response in the employment you have right now. So if you've done human design with me, you already know that there are things that you're in alignment with that just flow nice and easily. And there are things that, you know, you struggle. <clears throat> you're, you're pushing on a door that just doesn't want to open because it's a pull door, right? It's just it's not your door or you're working with it the wrong way. So following your human design, you can figure out the best way to do what you're doing. And sometimes small changes in the short term will put you in a better place to make bigger changes before too long. Right. So really, the key here is to knowing that you can make a choice. You have options every single day. You have choices. What choices will you make and what can you easily change? in the first place. So is it your attitude when you go to work? Or is it a conversation that you typically have with somebody that you've already had in your head? If you're setting yourself up 
for those kind of confrontations, maybe you can do the work up front and change that. Because if you change your script, the other person is like, wait, that's not how that usually goes. Huh? What's going on? But you you have kind of stepped out of that role play, right? And you've shifted the, the whole reality there. So that's just a small example of what you can do with your career choices. And we all do have choices. So if you want to know more about that, absolutely book a call with me. I posted it on Facebook today. There's a link right there for a 30-minute call. I would love to have a conversation with you about what you could do and know that using your human design is a really fast track to figuring out which direction to go in for the best results for you. So that's something, some place where you can use human design for information and you make your choices, right? Because you have choices. Now, how about relationships? Okay, some people feel that they have limited control over their relationships, especially when they're in a challenging situation. You know, there's external factors. Well, I can't do anything about this. I have kids or I can't do anything about that. I have, I don't know, some kind of dependency somewhere. But pick a scenario, right? There's usually I can't because, and then the because is an external factor. It's not you. You're putting your choice onto that other person or that other place. So the question here is with the relationship, and I mean, this podcast is all about navigating complicated relationships, right? So if you want to be in that relationship and you want to change the dynamics there, the first thing is, of course, gonna be communication. You need to have open and honest communication with you know, unambiguous language, ideally, because if somebody's saying, well, I, I never know what this person means, then you're probably making assumptions and that's not helping. So instead of making assumptions about what that person means, you could say to them, well, you know, I've, I've heard different people say that and it always means something different. What do you mean when you say that? You know, and that, that sort of scenario at work, for example. But if you communicate openly, whatever the relationship, it's going to be improved, right? Of course, you want reciprocation from that. And that's something you communicate to the other person, right? So maybe you need to seek counseling. Now, be very careful there because not all counseling is equal and you need to find someone who fits with you, that works with how you show up and what you're looking for. So if you're going for therapy, choose very carefully so that you have the right fit. Because when you get into that therapy relationship, it, it's something that can last a long time and you want to be with the right person. If it causes you stress to go talk to your therapist, you're not with the right person for you, okay? So have a set of criteria. What are you looking for? What's their expertise? Do you have the right person? Do you need a therapist? Or are there some changes you wanna make that you could work with a coach for? It's not the same, it's a different approach. But in each case, you are seeking help from someone who can guide you or work with you to get to that new space, right? Now, if it's a, a toxic relationship where it's just like there is no saving this thing, this, this person and I are doing terribly together, 
then this is where some bravery and some planning comes in, right? This is a relationship that you probably need to end for your well-being and for theirs. You know, sometimes people are just a toxic combination and it is what it is. There's no point in spending time on the blame game. That gets you nowhere. The question is, what will your choice be? What will you do next with this relationship? Now, open and honest communication might not work in this case. Again, human design can step in here and help you navigate those complicated relationships and pick out where things are not working and decide whether it's a deal breaker or is it something you could work on? Is it something you can both work on? You know, I've worked with couples before now where they were fighting and sort of headbutting over various issues that I won't go into now. Um, and it just needed a little shift and a little understanding from each one of them that I used human design to explain. And they're doing great now. You know, a year later, they're doing just fine, happy relationship, and each understands where the other one's coming from. There was some knowledge missing, and now they have that knowledge. So they can make different choices about how they show up together and how they show up with each other. So that's something that human design is fabulous for. And I like to bring that into the behavioral work that I do because human design shows you where your easy flow is and, and behavioral work shows you how you can make different choices in what you're doing, how you're showing up, how you approach the situation. So all of these things are wonderful options. And we've only gone into careers and relationships so far. And I'm just giving you a quick overview today. So I know for a fact I'm not going to get through all the things that I had planned, but maybe I'll do a part two. What do you think? We have a break coming up, so please don't go anywhere. I have so much more for you. We've got lifestyle and habits coming up, and that's always a good one for this time of year. So stay right with me, navigating complicated relationships here on the Inspired Choices Network. I will see you in a minute. Grab your notepad. What your relationships could be a source of delight instead of a source of struggle? In a world where human interactions are anything but straightforward, tuning in to Navigating Complicated Relationships with behavior expert Michaela Gaffin-Stone will offer you insights, tools, and a whole new level of understanding for you to use right now. Listen for Navigating Complicated Relationships with Michaela Gaffin-Stone, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Navigating Complicated Relationships with Michaela Gaffin Stone. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. 
You can also send an email to mickey at gaffinstone.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm delighted you're still here, and I hope you grabbed your notepad if you don't have one already. It's something I ask every week because I throw so much stuff at you that I figure maybe making some notes might help, or sometimes you just need to go over the podcast again. And you can find this on any one of like 450 platforms. If you like Audible or Spotify or iHeartRadio, there's so many places where you can find this podcast. Just choose your favorite location, hook into a subscription, and you'll keep finding me. However, making notes is still a good idea. Now, before the break, we'll be talking about relationships and how you can make different choices and show up differently yourself, and that will affect how the other person shows up. It really will. You know, you can test it and play with it. See how that works. If you talk differently to your colleague, they're likely to respond differently back to you. And it might not be instant, but it'll be pretty soon. And then there's also your career choices. And there are choices. You don't have to be stuck in a dead-end job. There is a way out. It's a question of choosing to do that work. Now I want to go into lifestyle and habits, right? So Habits are behaviors that we do on repeat. And the behaviors that we do on a repeat cycle will get us certain results. So if you're eating a donut for breakfast every morning and you know having a gallon of coffee during the day, then there are certain effects that that's going to have on your body. Maybe day one wouldn't be quite so dire, although I'm not sure about the gallon of coffee, but you know, over time those habits will build up certain effects in the body and they're probably not ones that you want. Exercise I mentioned earlier, right? If you don't do it now, you won't be able to do it later. And then there are daily routines that you have. Some of them I'm sure serve you beautifully. You know, you get up, you brush your teeth, you do this, you do that, these are good things. But in order to make healthier decisions for you, ones that work for you, that get you where you wanna be, you need to make a choice. And there's a way to work with those choices where you anchor that new behavior that you want to something that you already do. Now, this is something I go into in coaching. So if you want to discuss that, we can have a 30-minute meeting and sort out what direction you want to go in, and then we'll see what coaching would work for you. There's also information. In this day and age, we are flooded with a ton of disinformation, right? And we are given so much stuff, it's hard to know what to believe and what not to believe. But I am gonna say that the food companies, by and large, should be one of the last on your list to believe. When you see those labels and they say, healthy choice, lower fat, this is good for you, da da da. They are by and large lying. And if you look at the labels, you'll be able to see exactly what I mean. For example, did you know there are now 257 different names, excuse me, different names for sugar? Now, if sugar's good for you, why do you have 257 names for it? Well, one of the things is when you read the label, you're gonna see there could be eight different types of sugar in there. It doesn't look so bad when you don't know what you're reading. So getting that knowledge, getting that information about exactly what's going on with the food that you eat is going to help you make choices 
that can keep you out of the doctor's office, keep you off those medications and keep you in control of your life. Now, there is a program coming up. I'll mention it now and I'll mention it again later. It's called Wild Fit and there is a worldwide challenge starting at the end of January. I will be taking a cohort of people through that challenge. So not only will anybody that joins me get the full WildFit program for 90 days, but you get additional coaching with me. I am already a precision nutrition level two master coach and a health coach with American Council on Exercise, but I'm adding WildFit coaching to my repertoire because I know how good it is. I made the choice to go through it myself and it really helped me recover from some pretty major shoulder surgery. I made different choices with the knowledge I got from WildFit and with the support from the community and from the coaches. So this is something that I invite you to investigate because there's a very special thing happening at the end of January. Like I said, I'll mention it again later, but this is a one, one thing you want to really consider for yourself. So if self-care is on your list of things you want to do in 2024, if you want to up-level your health, your energy, if you're dealing with an autoimmune condition, for example, there are ways to reduce how many visits to the doctor's office you have. And they're healthy, natural ways. And the big deal here is it's behavioral. You get the information, you learn how you're going to make your choices for yourself. There's no deprivation. Nobody's going to tell you you can't do a thing. That doesn't work, right? That doesn't work for any of us. That's why diets fail. It's not you failing on the diet. It's the diet failing you. They're not set up for success. They're set up for short-term sort of, I was going to say gain, but I guess loss, right? Short-term effect, but they're generally not sustainable. And diets require deprivation. You can't have this. You can't have that. And I can tell you from experience, as well as I know it scientifically, if you tell a person they can't have or do something, it's the thing they want the most. So you're set up for failure from the get-go with the diet. So Wild Fit is not a diet. It's a lifestyle. I invite you to investigate that. And if you want to look up the website for Wild Fit, it's getwildfit.com. Another thing you have choices in are your mindset and your attitude. So happiness, people often think that's a goal, but it's not. Happiness isn't a goal. It's not an end point. It's a state of being. You can choose to be happy, even in difficult circumstances. It's, it's an option. It depends on how you want to look at the thing. How are you going to perceive and react to situations? And can you take a pause? between the event and what you do about it because the control is in that gap. That's where your choice lies and you can respond rather than react. React has no thought to it. It's just a, you know, you kicked me, I'm going to kick you kind of thing. It, it doesn't really move you anywhere. It doesn't help, but it's a natural, you know, knee-jerk response. A response is something that you've considered, no matter how quickly, you've considered what's going to be my best response to this. And you choose that thing. And what you choose will make a big difference. Mm -hmm. So mindset and attitude 
I tend to think that these things go with your identity, right? Who are you? How do you see yourself? For example, if you're a runner, right? You That's how you identify, I am a runner. I am someone who goes running. Then a rainy day isn't going to put you off going out for a run, right? Because it's what you do. You just, yeah, you know, I put my shoes on, I go for a run. If you identify as somebody that wants to run or that needs to run, you know, you're not quite the person who does it, but you're the person who's moving toward it. Then, or not, maybe you're just talking about it, not moving toward it. But if you're in that place, then you can see a rainy day is likely to totally put you off, right? You can look out there and say, yeah, I'll, I'll run tomorrow. Yeah, this is, I don't, I don't want to do that. So how do you identify? Because when you identify as something, you show up that way. It's not a decision. You don't have to think about it. So if you identify as somebody that always looks for the silver lining, while some people might find that irritating, and I'd invite that person to have a look at why it irritates them. But if, if you're that person, then you won't have to think, oh, now I have to look for the good in this situation. You'll just do it. So the choice comes in what do you want to identify yourself with? Who do you want to be? And then be that person, like literally step into how that person thinks, behaves, what they do, what they choose. And before you know it, you'll be doing it just as a, a natural course of action, right? Mindset and attitude. It's, it's a fascinating thing and you have full control over it. Nobody else can make you happy. And by the same token, nobody else can make you unhappy. It's what you do with it that counts, right? Their behavior is not your responsibility and your reaction to their behavior is not their responsibility. So that's a big thing to consider. If, you, if you're used to saying, well, this person did that and they made me miserable, or that person did that and it's their fault, I'm going to invite you to make a different choice there and see that you have the choice to respond differently. You don't have to be miserable. So take back that power. It's yours. It's not theirs. And frankly, the other person doesn't want it. Right. So, you know, take back your responsibility, take back your power and choose the state you're going to be in. Are you going to be happy or are you always waiting for something else first? Because if you're putting yourself on hold like that, wow, you know, you're never going to reach that end goal because it's not a goal. It's a state. You can choose it. That's a lot to unpack. Right. But identity. So identity is addressed with human design. I can do a lot of work with you there in human design. And Wildfit as well looks at how do you show up? Who are you and who are you for you? Like how are you showing up to look after you the best? So either of those directions are something you could consider. There's so many possibilities. But, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the common thread, your behavior. And your behavior is what you're choosing to do. And if you're not choosing it and it's just an unconscious thing, ah, now you could say, well, I, I can't help that. I just do that. And I'm going to be here to say, actually, you have a choice. 
And I would love to talk to you about that choice that you can make, because if you don't see it, you can't change it, right? But once you see, oh yeah, actually I can choose to do this differently. And this is how I wanna show up. Wow, there's some gold for you right there. So make sure you hang on to that notepad because believe it or not, we have another break coming up and I'm definitely gonna have to do a part two to this. So if there are some subjects I don't cover today that you would like covered, can you please let me know so that I make sure I do it in a part two at some point? Because I don't want to miss out. There's choices are everywhere and they're so important. It literally makes or breaks how your life goes. And 2024 is a wonderful opportunity. It's as good as any to step into the path that you want to be on. So let me know what you think. Let me know what's working for you. Let me know what you're curious about. You can email me, mickey at gaffinstone.com. You can always check out my website, gaffinstone.com. And you can find me on social media very, very easily. Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, typically are the places where I can be found. Message me and I will respond. Meanwhile, we have a break coming up, so don't go anywhere. You're on the Inspired Choices Network, and you are listening to me, Michaela Gaffin-Stone, on Navigating Complicated Relationships. See you in a minute. What if your relationships could be a source of delight instead of a source of struggle? In a world where human interactions are anything but straightforward, tuning in to Navigating Complicated Relationships with behavior expert Michaela Gaffin-Stone will offer you insights, tools, and a whole new level of understanding for you to use right now. Listen for Navigating Complicated Relationships with Michaela Gaffin-Stone, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Navigating Complicated Relationships with Michaela Gaffin-Stone. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Mickey at GaffinStone.com. Now back to the program. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Navigating Complicated Relationships with me, Michaela Gaffin-Stone. And I'm covering a lot of ground today. Um, fairly quickly. I mean, certainly not in great depth because we've got so many different things to cover. Next up on my list is education and learning. Now, I think I heard somebody groan somewhere, but what I want to say about education and learning is it's a choice. And if you don't want to go to university or you don't want to go to college, fine. That's totally cool. What do you want to do instead? And what skills might be useful in that pursuit? You know, some of the top 
people in the entrepreneurship world, I'm thinking Richard Branson, uh, Eric Edmeads, you know, these guys don't have degrees. Their learning came from the real world. It came from experience. It came from daring to do what other people said, what are you nuts to, right? These guys took on the world in a way that, you know, their, their piece of paper didn't shield them. Now, yeah, I have degrees. I have four of them. And I realized at the end of getting all those degrees that, you know, this is really cool, but it's somebody else's knowledge that I can tell you about and I can work with it. Yes, the behavioral stuff is fabulous, but it's not the be all and end all. I did a lot of living before I got my degrees. I didn't get them straight out of school. So you have different options. Try not to be stuck with other people's choices. If somebody else says, well, you need to go this way and, and that's what we do, you know, this is, this is how it works, and they send you on a particular path of learning, if it's not right for you, if it doesn't make you happy, if you're not interested in it, then, you know, it's really not going to serve you well in the long run. So look around. What else would you like to do instead? What lights you up, you know, and, and whatever that is, how do you learn the skills to do that the best way you can do it? You want to be showing up and enjoying that life. And that might be as an entrepreneur. It might not be, though, because there's an awful lot of work in being an entrepreneur that people don't perhaps realize on the surface. So there is a lot to do if you choose that path. But there are so many choices. And, you know, this is something human design can help you understand your choices a bit better when it comes to pathways to success they're not all the same and they're not all through college college can land you with some pretty big debts so be sure that that's the path you want just because everybody else is doing it doesn't mean it's your choice so I'm just going to leave that one right there but you know if you want to talk to me about that too I'm happy to discuss it because there are so many options and in human design, I have two possible programs that would work wonderfully for that. The strategy, which takes the themes you have in your human design. And there's leadership, which looks at where your skills are as a leader. And we're all leaders at some point in some way. Or do you consider yourself somebody who follows everybody else? I don't know anybody that thinks of themselves that way. So by definition, you're a leader. Are you the kind of leader you would like to be led by? Do you embody the kind of skills, gifts, talents that you would want in a leader? You can, but are you? Have you made those choices and do you know what they are for you? These are all things you can explore, right? It's very cool when you look at it as a wide open thing. There isn't one path. There are many. Which one's yours? Or which ones are yours? Options, right? Next, I'm going to look at social circles. Because it's often said that the five people that are closest to you, well, you become them. You know, you fit in with them. So if you hang out with people that um, 
I don't know, learning languages, for example, then chances are you're going to learn languages as well. Or if you hang out with people who play laser tag a lot, then you're going to play laser tag, you know, but also you're going to take on other habits that they have and other sort of activities that they do. And if everybody you hang out with is, well, let's go with the typical weight thing that people look at. If everybody's overweight, chances are you'll end up there as well. If everybody's a runner, then you might end up being a runner as well. Now, I, I got to say, just, just for the heck of it, I can't stand running, so that would not be me. But I probably wouldn't be hanging out with people that are runners because we don't have that much in common, right, with that big feature in their lives. Running doesn't do it for me. So, you know, that's something to consider with your social circle. Are these people going to help you expand how you show up in the world or do they hold you down? Now, I'm not for a second going to tell you change all your friends, but I am going to say consider who are you surrounding yourself with, who are you inspired by, who in your circle is lifting you up and who is there telling you, you can't do that, that's no good. Because if you have more voices telling you you can't do things, then chances are you'll be held down by that. So make some active choices in who you hang out with. And literally that will make a big difference to how far you can go. I'm not meaning this to sound like, well, that person is very successful, so I'm going to go hang out with them. There needs to be a little more than that to a friendship. but if you are surrounded by people who continually tell you you can't do things and you won't be successful and they have a negative outlook, then I'm just here to explain to you that that's how you're going to end up viewing the world as well. That is a choice. So consider carefully who you hang out with. And that can also affect your personal growth and development, right? So the personal growth industry or the personal development industry is this huge thing, right? And people are either in it or they sort of look at it and say, well, you know, that's, that's a load of nonsense. I don't need to go find myself. I know where I am. You're both right. Yes. Um, because personal growth and development isn't about finding yourself. It's about finding different ways to show up. It's, it's a different nuance, right? So your personal growth is not determined by the people around you solely. As I mentioned with your social circle, they can certainly affect how successful you can be if they're continually holding you back or if they're lifting you up. But you have a choice to spend time in looking at personal development, like what do I want to learn to do? Have you always wanted to be a chef? You know, that's that's something that you could spend time developing. What what way do you want to show up for that? What do you want to learn? You know, what approach do you want to take? What does a, a chef need to embody to be a brilliant chef? Well, they need to be creative. They need to be patient as they're learning a new skill. They need to have a good eye. They need to be able to taste well. You know, there's a lot of things. What, what do you need to develop in that area? What new skills could foster that growth? That's an example, and it was one off the top of my head, so it might sound a little weird, but that's what came to me. 
And with this area of personal growth and development, WildFit works on that. My behavior analysis works on that. Coaching using human design. There are so many different approaches. Which direction would you like to come at that from? Because you have, like I said, choices, right? It's all about choice today. So if you're getting curious about any of this, I would love for you to send me an email, mickey at gaffinstone.com. Also, if you check my Facebook page today, you'll see there's a link there to book a call with me where we have like laser focused time to figure out what do you want to work on next? What would you like to see differently in 2024? And we can figure out a path for you there. There are many options for each thing you choose, right? So even time management is a choice, right? <laughs> like I said, I'm running across a bunch of subjects here, but it's giving you the idea, I hope, that all the different aspects of your life have choice. You're not put upon by others unless you let that be the case. That too is a choice. Right. So time constraints can feel kind of overwhelming. Right. And so you think, well, I have to be busy. If I'm not busy, then I'm lazy or I have to get all these things done because and I don't know really what is the reason, because quite often we, we have like this to do list and we set an artificial deadline to say, well, I have to get this done by the end of the day. But. Does the planet stop revolving if you don't get it done by the end of the day? Is there something that's really crucial that must be today? If that's the case, then that thing is a priority. That thing needs to be done today. But I would put money on it that everything on your to-do list does not have to be done today. But it's a habit we get into. It's a behavior that we have. Because every time you tick that little box to say, yep, I did that thing, yep, I did that, you get a little hit of dopamine in your brain. And dopamine is the yay, feel good hormone, right? So sometimes people will write a thing on their to-do list so that they can cross it off. And if you just said, whoa, I'm, I'm seen here, this is, you know, you're calling me out, you betcha. That's your brain saying, give me the dopamine hit. I want, to, I want that feel good. It's the reward center. And for some reason, to-do lists do that for us. And we associate very heavily with that whole, yes, I got this done. Now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm rewarded. Let me tick another thing off. So we get stuck with these to-do lists. And we get stuck with being busy, with busyness. But, wow, what happens if you're not busy? What happens if you choose to say, I'm going to get these three things done today and that's that's good. You know, I'm going to call it good. Now, I'm sure some people are saying, well, OK, but my boss isn't going to go for that. There's, there's different ways to work with this. Right. And conversation with your boss, if they're overloading you with too much, I'm going to suggest you don't try and do all those things, because guess what happens? They give you more and they keep going until you crack. So how about you stop way ahead of that time and just say to them, well, I feel I can do these things very successfully today and, you know, I can get to that tomorrow. What does that look like for you? 
you know, how does that work for you? And take it to your boss and literally, you know, ask them, this, let them know, this is what I feel I can be successful at. What do you really need and by when? You know, but get that communication going, not in a sort of insubordinate way, tempting though that it may be, but don't do that. It's more, I want to work with you here so we get the best results. And if your boss is only interested in volume and not in quality, then that might be an indication that you need to look for something a little different to do, right? So we're already at another break. Holy smokes. I hardly got going today and we're already at another break. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to Inspired Choices Network. This is Navigating Complicated Relationships. And I'm your host, Michaela Gaffinstone. I'm still here. Don't go away. Talk to you in a minute. What if your relationships could be a source of delight instead of a source of struggle? In a world where human interactions are anything but straightforward, tuning in to Navigating Complicated Relationships with behavior expert Michaela Gaffin-Stone will offer you insights, tools, and a whole new level of understanding for you to use right now. Listen for Navigating Complicated Relationships with Michaela Gaffin-Stone, Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Navigating Complicated Relationships with Michaela Gaffin-Stone. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Mickey at Gaffinstone.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Our last conversation was all about choices and education, we went into habits, we went into how your behaviors will affect your outcomes, long-term, short-term, they will make those differences. So did you know though, that your coping mechanisms are also a choice? So sometimes we feel like, oh, I just react to stress. You know, I, I get all wound up and I'm anxious and I have this particular way that I respond to stress. And for some people that might be eating. And usually eating doesn't mean a salad, it means a tub of ice cream or you know something that's high in fat and high in sugar. We usually associate those foods with childhood and with feeling better about something. So it's a comfort food. If you think of those words, comfort food, we tend to use those as a, oh, well, you know, you deserve that, you've had a tough time here, have some comfort food. But that is a choice. And could you choose something differently that won't impact you negatively in the long term? It's something to think about, but you do have a choice over how you react to situations, right? One person can be very chill and unstressed in a given situation, and the person next to them is like losing their minds over it. Well, the situation didn't change. It's the thought about the situation that changed. So how can you work on that? How can you choose differently? So healthier coping mechanisms. Mindfulness is something that people bandy about a lot, and I think it's misunderstood. But mindfulness really means be present and be aware of what's going on. So typically when big emotions come up, for example, we stuff them down as fast as we can. And that might be with food 
or it might be with, you know, some some other not very functional coping mechanism because we're taught as kids not to have those big reactions, right? Nobody enjoys a child who's yelling or screaming. No parent wants to see their child distressed and crying. So instead of allowing them to be with those emotions, instinctively parents will kind of try and stuff those down. And we learn to do that as a coping mechanism. But could you sit with it? Can you be aware of it? Do you perhaps need to go out for a walk or, I don't know, go do some boxing? Heavy bag boxing can be very cool. I used to teach heavy bag boxing at one point, and I had a room full of women who all had, you know, ex-husbands and ex-boyfriends' names on the bags. We had to ask them not to destroy the place. But anyway, that's another subject. The, The thing is, there are different ways to work with that stress that you're feeling and to look at the situation you're dealing with. So support from other people can be very helpful as you navigate this. And coaching is a great way to get that support. If if you feel like you're in an unhealthy space, you might want therapy. But if you're healthy with it, you're just navigating it differently, then coaching is likely to be very helpful for you. Particularly, if I may say, behavioral coaching, because your behaviors are what's getting you the results you're getting. And they're the things that keep you in a repeat pattern. So if you want to change those patterns, then behavioral work is very useful. And it's all your choice. That's the thing. You get the tools, you get to choose them. Nobody else is in control. Nobody else is the boss of you. Right. I'll bet you like to hear that. I know I do. Now, I just want to take a moment to tell you that the next week's show is called Food for Thought. And I'm just going to leave that as it is. I'm not giving you any spoilers, no heads up, but Food for Thought. I think it's going to be a very interesting follow on from what we're discussing today. Now, another topic I have, I think this is probably going to be the last one I get through today, but financial management Now, you have a choice with finances, even if you don't have a lot of money. And we know that most people today are having some financial issues, right? Global economy, there's like all kinds of stuff. The thing is, there's always all kinds of stuff. So if you believe that you have to live paycheck to paycheck, or you believe that you're just always going to be in a place of lack, then I invite you to step out of that just for a moment, look at it as though you're looking at somebody else's situation. How would you recommend they deal with it? What kind of choices to budget or to save, even to invest? What kind of financial education would you recommend for that person to get? Now, I know a couple of young men who are educating themselves financially using a lot of reputable YouTube videos. There are certain financial advisors on YouTube who are giving solid advice. Now, if you go that route, you've got to be really careful about your sources. Be very, very sure that you are listening to the person that's giving you good advice, because I'm sure there's a lot of nonsense out there as well. But there are different ways to educate yourself. There are different ways to look at that money you've got coming in. And when I lived in Bangladesh, we had a situation where there was a a 
a bank, a bank of sorts that a non-government organization had set up. And people would come and save even five cents, but it was a big deal. And, you know, they'd all be written down in a book and get stamped and everything, and they would show up every week. And they had a particular goal that they were saving up for, whether it was nails to use toward building a house. And as soon as they got the money, they would have double money back, right? That was what the bank was giving them. So it wasn't a charity per se, but getting there. However, that person had their dignity attached and they would go and buy the nails and then start saving again. And people were able to build their own homes eventually. Like this is fairly extreme, I guess, but it's a real example. So what could you do? Where's your five cents? What can you do to do this differently? And whatever behavior pattern you're in now, if you're in a place of lack, you can be pretty sure that the behavior pattern you're doing isn't serving you. There's something different you need to do. So if you're tempted to blame external circumstances, you're tempted to blame the job, the situation, the global market, the whatever, you could do that. But while you're making that choice to put the blame externally, you're also not taking action and you're keeping yourself in that space. So consider your options, consider your choices. And I invite you to book a call with me, Mickey at gaffinstone.com. That's my email. Or you can just find that link on Facebook right now and book a call so we can discuss what areas of your life you would like to do differently and what that could look like because you're in the driver's seat. I'm just here as a guide. What would you choose if you could choose anything? Because I'm here to tell you, you pretty much can. The only limitations you have are the ones that you accept. So, yeah, I've said some pretty big things today and I'll stand by them and I'll have a conversation with you about those. So book a call. And I will see you next week for the Food for Thought show, which is going to be, ah, I'm going to say really cool. And, okay, I said earlier, no spoilers, just one. You can say Wild Fit will probably be in there. And Wild Fit's all about behavior change dynamics too. So very, very cool. I look forward to seeing you in the new year. Enjoy your celebrations and stay healthy, stay happy. I will see you soon here on Inspired Choices Network. See you then. Thank you for listening to the Navigating Complicated Relationship Show. Makayla returns Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember every relationship is a journey. And with the right tools, you can create stronger, more fulfilling connections.